You're listening to Culture Camp. Tune in each week to hear from an amazing lineup of athletes, CEOs, founders, and more who have created winning cultures in their organization. Each will share the secrets to creating a culture in your business that will lead you to thrive. Are you ready? Here's your host, Jason Haugen. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Culture Camp. I am super excited to be here with you guys, and I just want to apologize for not coming out with an episode last week. A couple of you guys did message and hit me up. The last two weeks have been the most crazy two weeks of my entire life. Like I, I do not wish the last two, three weeks on anybody. Maybe, maybe my worst enemies, but on anybody. And what I'm going to focus today on is relationships and you know details and um, you know making sure that like you know the, just you know, kind of go over like the last two weeks and really what it, what has been just crazy. So um, as you guys know, I had a, a, an acquisition going on in Oregon, and the deal just got crazy and like right at the finish line, pretty much the deal completely changed. And so I was dealing with that and yeah, and we were supposed to close October 31st and we closed um, basically yesterday. Uh, well, got all the details final, finalized yesterday. And yeah, like the last day of the closing, the deal completely changed, and which that's on me. Um, you know, I, I definitely trusted some people and like trusted the situation and, and really I wouldn't even say trusted them because you know they did all that they could but definitely thought that the, the, the deal definitely changed at the end and it ended up costing us hundreds of thousands of dollars more than we thought it was going to cost us which if you would have asked me six weeks ago I probably wouldn't have done the deal um, but in hindsight I'm glad to get it off our plate I'm glad for the sake of the employees and everybody up in Oregon I'm really really glad that they have an opportunity to succeed and do what they do I was just on the phone with the new owner today they're having a great RV show um, they're selling, you know, a bunch of units and, and seems like everything is good. So I'm really happy for the sake of the employees. And it was important to me that they, you know, those team members got the best ownership group possible. Um, you know, after the whole, whole thing with this other, with this other group that I'm, I'm not even gonna give them respect of, of naming them. But, um, no, it's just like one thing that I could give a big advice on is relationships are extremely important and cultivating relationships are extremely important and people are going to be in your corner or you think that you're in your corner you got to really really make sure they're in your corner right like it's people like my number one and number two guy walked out on me and you know in, in hindsight you know I'm, I'm was very caught off guard um you know one of them was just basically a text message which you know it is what it is after five years of you know, being on the road with this individual, he basically just shot me a text message. But you know, he he said he didn't really see himself in the company, and you know, I'm I'm he's gonna go do his thing, and you know, I'm I'm happy for him and anything he did, and, and thankful for um, you know what he did. I'm, I'm very disappointed in how it ended, um, but I I'm not gonna say I was surprised. So you know, we we uh, we we make it through, but it's kind of interesting because. You know, when that happened, I was out in Florida, you know, meeting with some individuals in about possible partnership and things like that, which uh, we can get into. But um, they did it while I was out there. They knew I was out there. And, you know, I think that they kind of saw a squeeze coming that they probably get out, which, you know, is is OK. But they weren't they I didn't see they didn't really have a future you know, with us. 
Um, they kind of saw that and bounce, which is okay. But the cool thing about it is to see how everybody banded together and really made stuff happen. It was, you know, kind of shocking for a lot of people. Some people are very, very hurt because it's all—it's almost like your leader taking you to battle and leading you in a gunfire and then getting shot up and then all of a sudden be like, hey guys, boom, I'm leaving. And, you know, this war over here was way easier. And, um, you know, I... I'm just going to go over there and, you know, and have no plan, which I think is interesting. But um, you really find out who's in your corner and, and who's not. And the biggest thing with that or a big thing of that is you got to surround yourself. Like we always talk about the right people in the right seats, right? But the biggest thing with that of having the right people in the right seats is getting people in the right seats, getting the right people in the right seats that have unwavering belief in what you are doing with the company and what the goals are of the company and making sure you're aligned. And like Andy Elliott hit me pretty in the face with this. And I've had multiple conversations with about him uh, or with him about, um, you know, different situations. And he's like, dude, you got to surround yourself with people that'll take a bullet for you. And when he said that, I was thinking and I was like, I don't, I don't know if that would be these guys and come to find out. No, they absolutely wouldn't. They, they were feeling some pressure about some stuff and they bounced and you know, it is what it is. But he, he started to talk to me a lot about your surrounding your team and like, hey, we always talk about the right butts and the right seats, but are the right butts and the right seats, are they, do they have that unwavering belief in will they take a bullet for you? Because when you're all running in for, towards the same direction and nothing matters, like you have to be able to have that team with you, especially if you're, you're taking bullets, you're taking fire, you're having this, you're having that, and you're going through really, really hard times, you have to have a group of people with unwavering belief to get you through those times, whether they're mentors, family members, or, you know, your own team, but definitely in your own team, because that's who you're with all the time. And ultimately, that's who's like the, the labor, that's who's making things happen. And it was cool to see the uh, the whole company kind of come together and say, look, screw them. We're going to freaking do our own thing. If it is to be, it's up to me. You always like, they know we're just going to move on. And we have never been better guys, never been better. Like we are in such a better spot. We have saved so much in expenses, like hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. I found out so many things were not happening and it goes to show you how bad and mismanaged the company. And that's on me because I was seeing things or, or thinking things were happening and they were not happening. And I was told they were happening and they were not happening. And I assumed things were happening and they were not happening, but it, it's just, it's crazy. And I'm like, almost like, you know, stupid, stupid, stupid of why did you let your, you know, the company get to that spot. But you know, you don't know what you don't know. And it's very, very, very important to understand all aspects of your business, your company, your position, you know, your department, whatever, because how can you manage something if you have no idea what it's supposed to look like? And that is me. And I'll own that. But I have put the team together. I'm learning everything. Because I used to think like, hey, like I don't need to know everything. I'm just going to put the team together and they know it and then they can just do it. Well, how are you supposed to do that and hold them accountable? If you have a person in the position to do what their superpower is at and you don't know anything about it, how do you know if they're doing good? And then how? They're going to take advantage of you. They're going to say, hey, he doesn't know anything about this, so I have, you know, I'm going to have the golden handcuffs and, and I'm going to abuse the power and abuse him and, and threaten him and do all these different things, which is, you know, that's happened quite a bit, but that is because I don't know or didn't know everything about what was supposed to happen. And I still don't know everything and I'm never going to know everything, but now I'm going to all out like ball to freaking just understand everything about the business, every position 
how everything's supposed to work. I've had a really awesome opportunities to meet people who like true relationships that really, really want to help me and, and, and help me move my organization forward. You know, we had opportunities to partner with people and do this and do that. I'm going to tell you what, everybody wants us to fail. Why do they want us to fail? Because what they're seeing is that if we fail, they'll pick up, pick us up for pennies in the dollar. It's just, you know, right now it's a little, it's crazy because that is going on in the industry, in our industry and in a lot of industries right now that a lot of people are going out. A lot of people are, you know, getting desperate to sell. And so people are picking up for 10 pennies in the dollar. So right now people don't really want to help us or, or do anything because they want us to go out. And, you know, I understand it because if I maybe was in an opportunity, you know, you'd think about that, but I don't know if I could, you know, morally do that to somebody. I think that I would have a really hard time, but you know, they, everybody, you know, people want us to fail. Um, you know, I was at RV, RV convention this last week and that was freaking hell because, you know, I'm, I've gone through, dude, I've gone through the ringer in, in this, with the banks, with the manufacturers, with these new owners, with our employees, with my current, with my Utah employees. There's so many things that I've gone through so many different issues and it's it's just been insane like one thing i learned you know through this transaction is that as a human being you can stay awake for 72 plus hours because i did it i was i was up at 5 a.m on tuesday and i went to sleep at 3 a.m on friday morning and that was the worst couple of days of my entire life i mean i worked so long and so hard that i didn't even know what time of day it was you know my wife's in and out i was working from home my wife's in and out of the house because she's doing things, I'm grinding all night, I'm doing, I'm on the phone, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, like like hundreds of phone calls, hundreds of text message, emails, auditing, hundreds of lines of data, th thousands of lines of data, like over a million numbers, like it's just crazy. But we got the deal done, we figured it out, you know, not like what we thought we were gonna get a, a, again, but, we, but it just takes resilience. And I learned a lot about myself that I have an unwavering belief and a burning desire to kick everybody's ass and basically prove everybody wrong because again you know from that transaction going to the dealers association this last week it was pretty weird um you know people definitely there's a lot of rumors out there and stuff but hey i welcome that because one hey on top of mind you're thinking of me so thanks everybody for thinking of me and people um you know can say whatever they want if i'm taking up some of their brain cells and their brain power to 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 think about me then cool but i will tell you one thing right now and if you know i don't care if you're a competitor or whoever you're listening to right now i'm staying i'm not going to go anywhere we got some um, things we're going to do. We got some things we're going to improve. We got some people we're going to bring on, um, to the team, you know, that I'm working working on to, to be able to help us with some things. And we're going to become the greatest company. I do not want to be the biggest. I do not want to keep growing acquisitions. I just want to keep going deep and deep and deep and deep in these three locations, four locations, hopefully three, because we're going to consolidate uh, one of them. But that is what you got to do. I totally wish back in 2018 that I had someone telling me like, that was almost like a law that I like assigned blood that I would not grow the company, not buy more locations until I perfected the processes and perfected, you know, what we got going on here. And I'm actually sitting in one of our trailers. This is a Riverstone signature. They only made like 100 or 150 of these. Very, very nice. Um, I believe we have sold one to a, a, a very wealthy celebrity. I'm not going to say who, but you know, we've, we've sold some to actually three of them to some celebrities. Um, a little while back, and this is a beautiful unit. I'm actually here in Salt Lake City, inside of a Riverstone, um, at our Legacy RV location, and this is where it all started. This is this is this is this is my home. This is where I remember coming here every day. I was 60 miles to and from, 
each way, 60 miles to work, 60 miles back from work in the worst stretch of I-15. And you know, it's like sometimes it takes me two, three hours to get home. This is, this is where it all started. And I wish that I would have just stayed here and grow, you know, grew the, this location to what it should be and could be in what it is now, but then 10 you know, just gone so much further and perfected those processes and then went to and bought, you know, two more now. I'm very grateful for the position that I'm in. I'm very grateful that I kind of was a, like a bat out of hell to grow and to kick ass and to acquire. Cause that's what I'm thinking, right? My, my dad owned a lot of companies. He bought more businesses, he acquired businesses and it was kind of rinse and repeat. RV business and dealerships are not like that. Um, I, you know, but now with these three stores, you know, we're going to do 60 million in sales this year. That's not bad. You know, from uh, down, we're down from 100 million. You know, I can no longer say we're going to do 100 million in sales. It is what it is. I would rather be very profitable, making a lot of money, doing the least amount of sales as possible, because that means the le least amount of sales, the least work you do. Um, you know, and it's there's just a lot of risk when you have a lot of money flowing in and out, and you're not making a lot of money. So now our goal: profitability, balance sheets, P&L, perfecting everything, getting everything perfectly set up and process. I. I was talking to one of my, uh, you know, he's become a good buddy. We've talked a couple times on the phone and he is very, very well-known um, dealership um, owner. Um, he had a very, you know, big celebrity guy that he was an owner with in a bunch of locations and they exited for, a, you know, a lot of money. And he has, you know, me and him are going to you know, really link arms and help perfect some processes. And one thing that he said, and I want you all to you know, either write this down or really, really remember this. So you know I'm Jason, I'm, I love culture. I love, love culture. And I think it is the most important thing. But one thing that's kind of stuck with me, and, and I've kind of said it in a roundabout way, and I've said it in you know, maybe different fashions or whatever, but I'm gonna put it as simple as this, is without a process, there is no culture. Without a process, there is no culture. The culture should be the process, and the process should be the culture. If you have processes of how to take care of your customers, how to treat your employees, how to, how to do basically from A to Z in every which way of your company, that's the culture because it's, it's, it's customer service. It's processes on customer service. It's processes on how to deal with things. It's processes on how to, you know, the logistics of your business. One thing that I always thought was processes, you know, I don't want to process everything to death because I don't want to slow it down. Well, his argument, I said that to him and he kicked right back and he was like, then your process is wrong. You know, process should streamline and speed things up. And then that should in turn, that should be the culture, you know, how we treat people, culture, how we treat our customers, culture, how we, you know, what the, what the, what the standards are. You're not asking people to do things, demanding greatness. You know, one thing Andy always says is you can't ask people to be great. You have to demand they'd be great because you are trying to surround yourself with the best team and leadership possible. I have found myself asking people to do too much. Instead of demanding the best out of them, I ask you know the best out of them. And sometimes I get it, sometimes I don't. But I have never set a standard. It's like, hey, this is the standard, blow it. You know, we're gonna have that cultural realignment meeting and then we'll maybe have to read, read or, or like performance realignment meeting. Um, Cause you gotta remember like, we're not really being graded off of citizenship. Culture's important. But if you have great culture with zero results, what do you have? You have a, you don't have anything, right? And so I've kind of gotten caught up a little bit about that. Um, but just learning how to morph them together because 
which is super cool. And you guys are walking, you know, through this with me. And it's like, hey, like learn, like really like diving 10 times deeper and all the stuff that I've done with the, per, per, you know, personalities, the performance, the leaders, everything like that, and how to really apply it, but then create a process with it to streamline everything and get everybody running in the same direction. You know, there's a lot to be said about, you know, how the business was ran. That's a lot on me. Um, there was obviously a lot going on that I thought there was, that was going on, but trust that it's happening, but verify. If you have people doing things in your company that you cannot measure really easily and very quickly, you need to create a better process to be able to do that. Now, we've had a lot of clunkiness and some things happen and, you know, there, there's just, there's been a lot of change or without a plan coming out on the other side. And I don't like that. So now we got all those people that did that out. Now we're making these processes and these now improvements and opportunities to be great. You know, one thing my, you know, this guy that is, gonna, is definitely going to, you know, change the game for us, I think, and help us a lot is he secret shopped a lot of my stores. And, you know, I told him all the right things, but then, you know, when he secret shopped, you know, none of that happened. And so he's like, hey, it's just a process thing. It's, it's just, there's no standard. There's no process. Nobody's doing it. Like you got to, I'm like, dang, like, you know, that's so true. So a challenge for this week, I really, really challenge you to, to maybe, in, you know, trust but verify. Do a little investigation. Ask a lot of questions. Do you know everything about everything in your business? And if you don't, try to get yourself, you know, a, a, a mentor to help with that. Try to, you know, write things down and make it goals to get better. There's literature out there. There's classes you can take. There's people that you can call. And there's just honestly just time you can spend in those, those positions those areas of your business, those areas of your company, even say you don't know the business and you don't know everything in your department or how to do things or this and that and the other. Are you a business owner that, you know, someone in your company, you, you know, has been there a very long time when they have the golden handcuffs that if they left, it would cause massive, massive problems. You cannot let the successes and the failures of the dealership rise and fall on one person. You can't, you, you owe it to everybody, owe it to your family, your people, your customers, everybody to make sure that there is checks and balances with positions, but there's also you know, opportunities that people know what's going on in those positions and, and cross training. So if someone goes out and you know, it's not fair to the individual too, on the, on the opposite end of they're not trying to bounce on you and hold you hostage. What do they go on vacation? What if things happen, like get sick, have a baby, you know, something happens where now they're not in that, not, not in that position where now the, you know, the world's burning. And so I challenge you this week to kind of kind of audit your business and audit your skills and your knowledge and maybe ask some more questions of people and train yourself and get in. One thing that it's going to do, talk about culture, one thing it's going to do, it's going to get you closer to those, with those individuals because I'm seeing it right now. I'm seeing a lot of people say, oh, did I went to a sales meeting and I did the sales meeting. No one's ever seen me do a sales meeting. Now, I can sell ice to a freaking Eskimo. I'm not going to lie. I'm a beast. Vinny, you know, I'm a beast. I can sell some freaking shit, right? But I did a sales meeting and this guy came to me and said, hey, you can't do that, you blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, so kind of found out, well, hey, I've never done a sales meeting before and I came in hot and heavy and how do they know what I'm, I don't, they don't know, they don't think that I know what I'm talking about, right? Um, but you know, I just, hours and hours of training with Andy Elliott, Ian Macklin, reading a lot of books, listening to a lot of audios, po podcasts, reading scripts, all these things. Plus, guys, I used to be in network marketing. I guess the hardest sell in the world. So um, besides being a missionary that's a hard sell. And so, 
you know, one thing it's going to do for you is, is get you closer to your team, very much closer to your team, because now you're working with them. Now you're working side by side. You're asking the questions. You're helping extra. And it's going to make them go to more battle for you because they're going to have more understanding about what you go through, about you do know what you're talking about, that you do have heart. You do you know, want to do things you know, for a certain you know, reason or, or, or other. And if you ever make enhancements or changes, they know, hey, he knows what he's talking about because he knows the processes. And so you know, I'm going to walk and do this with you because I'm doing that every single day. And it, this has been kind of crazy because... You know, not only did I do that deal like, you know, two weeks ago, this week was RVDA and still dealing with that. Like I didn't go to one freaking thing in RVDA. I, w I literally went to Vegas and worked the entire time on this Oregon deal. Hardly spent any time doing anything else. And which wasn't good because then people knew that I was down there. So then they're making up more shit about me that Jason's doing this. He doesn't care about all these things, which they, they don't know. I'm upstairs in the freaking room on the, on the phone, you know, dealing and getting it done. But guys, we're done. That ship has sailed. I wish him the best, but I'm very excited to focus my superpower here in Utah. And, or, you know, maybe it's not my superpower, but I'm damn sure going to make it my superpower. And, and I'm really, 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 really excited. Like, I mean, there, I mean, you got to think like that's, that's over a hundred, maybe, oh, maybe a hundred people involved in the Oregon deal that, that I don't have to talk to like, and, and not like in a bad sense, but just pure logistics of time when all I'm doing is on the phone with every, like, there's just, there's just a lot going on. And so now I'm so excited to work with, with everybody in Utah. I know Utah is very excited for me to be focused here. And you know what? We're here to freaking stay. We're going to make some shit happen. We're going to fix some issues. You know, my, my integrity has been in question and I've never intentionally ever hurt anybody. And so, you know, my, my goal is to go create those relations or go get that bond back, those relationships back with my employees with my family, my personal family, you know, our Haugen family of these dealerships, and then my manufacturers and vendors that basically think I was just trying to, you know, say middle finger y'all. So I wasn't, I never intentionally would do that. But you know what? And, and I'm kind of just being honest with you guys that have been going through that. But watch this. It's an opportunity to get so much better. If you ever gone through any hard times in a relationship, and I've gone through hard times in my relationship, I've gone through hard times with, you know, other individuals, you know, my marriage, everything. It seems to me that every time you walk through the fire and every time that you go through some adversity, you come out the end stronger and more of a bond. Why? Maybe because it's more understanding of one another, the situation, how we operate. And through the bad times, people get a little scared, especially with these D personalities, these dominant personalities. Their number one thing is they hate being taken advantage of. So when something starts to slide or something bad starts to happen, they automatically start you know, raising a red flag and wanting to freaking just murder everybody, right? You know, mull everybody over. And so it's understand those personalities, but understand the people, but it's creating those relationships and that understanding with each other. I truly believe will make me a better man, a better husband, a better father, and a better operator than I have ever been because of all the stuff that I'm going through right now. There, there, like no human should should have to go through what I've just gone through. And, you know, nothing, you know, most of it will never be, probably public. Um, but man, I've gone through the ring. I've, I have just gone through so much and like, you know, multiple times, I mean, I'm down 36, but I, I can't tell you sometimes the last time I, I, I mean, I did a 48 hour fast because I didn't have no time to eat. I just, and I just didn't care. Like almost like a depression of just to get stuff done. 
and you know, which is very, very not healthy. I mean, I am down 36 pounds. I'm very excited that I'm down 36 pounds. I'm up a little bit of muscle. Um, but you know, I look back, I completed 92 workouts in 365 days. It's freaking horrible. 92 workouts in 365 days. And now I got to get my health back. I can kind of tell my kidneys are funking up a little bit or funking. I did not say that word, but messing up a little bit because I can see my legs are swelling a little bit, but I'm excited. I'm excited to get back to my family. I'm excited to get back to my Haugen family. I'm excited to build this brand to build this, this company that I've always wanted to build and, you know, be the best, not the biggest, but be the best. And I'm excited to get my health back in, in, in check. I'm excited to get my fitness back in check. I'm excited to get my golf game back in check, but we're about to hit the winter. I got it. What is it? The ninth today, 10th today. I got 80 days, baby. 80 days. So the first of February and about the, you know, I'll, I'll say, okay, I'll say 95 days until the season starts in that RV show. Cause I think it starts the 15th or somewhere on the 15th, 95 days. I got to make it 95 days. Our team, we're going to do everything we possibly can to kick some ass in 95 days. We have a 95 day action plan and really just, we're going to make some stuff happen. So I appreciate you all following along means the world to me. Remember, take this little audit, go through your business, and then, you know, those, and then also audit, you know, some of these relationships, because I'll tell you what, I got distracted. I thought, you know, people and relied on people and really, you know, tried to get, you know, help and kind of found out they weren't in it for the best reasons. They were in it kind of for self gain and into, to, you know, not for me. So make sure you have those relationships and you check those um, you know, however you want to see that happen, you do it, but especially that, you know, those relationships, but especially your business, your department, whatever you have, you know, just take that audit and, and, and grind and, and you can do this. I want you to know that you can do this. You have to have unwavering belief because it all starts from the top. If you don't have the unwavering belief, this, this, this equation does not start like this equation doesn't work. It will not work. See, the one thing for me, I feel like I have almost too much belief because I don't feel like I can't do anything. And that's, that was, that was a, a, a big point with these two individuals is I thought I could do it and they thought I was crazy. We'll get the F out, right? Like you don't deserve to be here because I think I can do it. If you're over here doubting me, you're spending more time, more brain power doubting. I can do it. You tell me to do something. I freaking make it happen. And look, look, I made it happen. We made it happen. This company made it happen. Because sometimes when you think, you know, when you're scared and you play not to lose, when you're just trying to play defense not to lose, you just don't want to lose. Maybe you know what I'm going to play to. I just, I just, I'm going to play enough defense. I'm just not going to lose, right? You can play to win every single day. Every breath you take, everything that you do, you play to win the game. You do not play not to lose. You play, offense wins championships. I love the saying that defense wins championships. It, it, it helps and it does. But the last time I saw you know, the score of, 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 of NFL game, a Super Bowl, an NBA championship, or MLB, it was the most points that scored the game, okay? You gotta have hitters in the MLB. You gotta have scorers in the NBA. You gotta have a good freaking quarterback and good people play on offense in the, in the NFL. Right? That shit ain't gonna work, right? I don't ever have a real shitty quarterback in the NFL team ever going to the Super Bowl. That's just me. A lot of those guys, Hall of Famers, you know, everything, not to take away from defense because that helps support the championship, right? But you got to play offense. You got to play, you got to know when to play defense, 
right? I love that. That's why I love the end. Like, I love sports because the team knows, hey, when the other team's on offense, you play defense as hard as you can to get back on offense and score the game. So you know when to play offense and defense. It's so important in business and in life to understand when the appropriate times are to play offense and defense, but you got to play to win the game. You cannot just play the game not to lose. And you have to spread that with your employees, with your family, with everybody you talk to, that you can win, you will win, you do everything it takes to have that unwavering belief, like that obsession, that vivid obsession that you will make this happen. Because you have to have that. And then you spread that with the team, you get them to believe, you get them to believe in their people, and the people believe in them, and the people believe in you. Then everything you say, you get it done, you get on the same page. If you're having struggles right now, you get everybody on the same page, you tell them the financial situations of the company. You know what, I did, hell, what do I got to lose? And everybody's like, oh, really? Oh, that's easy. We can do this, 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 this to help with that cash flow and help with this cash flow and do this and do that. And we can help combat this, save expenses here. Three, over $300,000 we've been able to save because of conversations like that a month. That's $3.6 million. Are you shitting me right now? The last week I, we, we, we did some changes, another 50K. So you can say 350. Are you shitting me right now? Crazy. You can say about $4 million. Like that's, that's, that's crazy. We've been able to save because just having conversations with people. When these individuals, I'm getting a little fired up. When these individuals told me, oh, you can't do that because whatever. Look, I straight up told all my management team, look, I'm about to show you something. If it scares you, get the hell out of this meeting and never come back. Or we can see there's an opportunity to grow. Boom, not one person left. Everybody's here and we are, like I said, in the best shape we've been this year. Now we're in this winter. How does that, how does that compute? That doesn't compute. I'm a cyclical business. Winter freaking sucks. Now, you know, we still gotta make it through the real winter, right? You know, and then there's November, December, and January. So we'll see what happens. But what you're gonna see happen is you're gonna see success on the other side because I'm not going to let us fail. I will die trying and you know what? I got a team around me that's gonna take a bullet for me, a bullet for each other, a bullet for themselves, a bullet for their family, and they're gonna make it happen. So I appreciate you guys, I love you all. You ever need anything, please hit me up. I got, I got a little more time now. I can help a little bit more. You know, I've, I've been asked to speak and consult in different things, and you know, I've, I've kind of turned a lot of stuff down. Now, not out of, not out of the, the clear yet, right? We're still, we're still gonna go on this journey together, but please reach out if you have any questions. And appreciate the support. If you like this episode, please go out and share it. I really want to, you know, get out there and, and help as many people as I possibly can because, you know, this world needs a light so bright, you know, that 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 it, that it lights other people up. And I want to be the light because that everybody's going to tell you everything's perfect and everything's happy-go-lucky and their life is great and and you know, business is on the business side, right? And I'm, the relationships, you know, I hope they're all good. But the business side and economy, all things like that. There's only a couple markets in the whole world with the whole United States that are doing super well. So I'm always gonna be honest with you. I'm always gonna tell you how it is and because it's, it's way easier for me just to do that instead of having to make shit up. And so I'm just gonna tell you how things are. And so I will see you on the next episode of Soda Cold. Jeez, I am struggling right now. I will see you on the next episode of Culture Camp. Please like and share this. Hit me up, review it, send it out. Hey, I love, I love the feedback. So anytime on, you know, text message, Instagram, whatever, share the heck out of this. Let's blow this brand up. I appreciate you all. And again, if you need trailers, I'm in the trailer business. Hit me up. 
Much love, guys.